What's up, world? Welcome back to Authentically Us, the podcast where we talk about what it means to be authentic in everything that you do, in every space that you occupy. Hey, I'm one of the hosts here. I'm Conroy Smith. We got my main man, your guy, the guy, Tony. Tony, let the people know. I'm here, y'all. Always here, always ready to go. Let's jump in. But before we jump in, Give us a like, give us a comment, share, review. We're on YouTube. You can see our live show. This is a show now. You can see our live show on YouTube. And we got merch. Check out the merch, y'all. Tony got the hat on. We got shirts. We can do whatever you like. But today, we got another episode, and we got a real talk today. So let's jump in. Tony. What are we talking about today? Talking about Father's Day. And Father's y'all, Day. Y'all might be thinking, is we're nowhere near Father's Day. Right. But Kirk Franklin is dropping an album called Father's Day. Yes, he And, is. you know, before we get started, y'all want to pause this and go watch the YouTube video, the links in our show notes, and, and then start this podcast because we're going to go in talking about this video, and there's definitely going to be spoilers. Yeah, so he's coming out with an album like Tony mentioned, and then throughout his album, he had he did a video doc of him developing the album. Now, if it was just like that, it would be great. But in this video, he, one of his singers essentially brings up to him um, that there is a guy who they think might be his dad. And if you don't know the story of Kirk Franklin, he's a famous gospel artist, like the grandfather of gospel artists. Like everybody knows Kirk Franklin. And he was adopted and he he never really knew who his dad was. His mom eventually told him that some guy was his dad. So he kind of made peace with that and kind of like was angry at a man. And then come to find out at 53, 53, who his biological dad was in the midst of writing this album, Father's Day. So this video is crazy. It is amazing. Um, make sure you have tissues. Facts. Do not be driving. <sighs> Do not try to drive. <laughs> <laughs> like no. we tried that and we were like we can't yeah it, it it hit so close to home in so many levels oh my gosh it was very very much like a three-piece like movie to me in my mind this hearing his, his journey of you know writing this album and then finding out who his biological dad is having the conversation with his mom having a conversation with his biological dad, trying to reconcile that, and then reconcile a relationship with his son. Oh, my gosh, Tony. What, what were your thoughts on it? What Bruh. were your thoughts? Bruh. So I knew who Kirk was. I I vibe with his music. But after watching this video, I, like, I love this man. Um, I love that at 54... Uh, at, at 53, they're just black men saying, I still want my dad. 
absolutely beautiful. Um, I think often society doesn't let men, um, but even more so black men be like that. You know, like, and, and he unashamedly says, um, he wants his dad. There was a lyric that like wrecked me. He says something about, I'll trade all my trophies for someone to call, for, to have someone to call dad. And I was like, I was like, yes, like, it's so good because like, while I don't have a terrible relationship with my father anymore, it's nowhere near like I wish it was. Um, yeah. I wish I could curl up to my dad and cry in his arms the way that Kirk's son, Kirk's son did with Kirk. Like, that was just, I right, God. Like, if you can do it for them, you still could pull through for me and my dad. Um, so I, yeah, it was beautifully done. I honestly didn't want the video to end. Yeah. It, I mean, we've talked about our dads and our, our relationship relationships with our dads on a previous episode called fatherlessness. Um, and I kind of talked about my situation with my dad where I found out later in life who my biological dad was as well. So when Kirk put this out, I was just like, I have to see this because I understand what it's like, you know, when, when he got that, when he got the results. So he swabbed his biological dad swabbed and then he finally got the results and it said 99.9% uh, paternal or something like that. I remember seeing my results and reading that. And not knowing what the wording meant. And I was like, okay, 99.9, what? And in the video, <laughs> right, right. Kurt Franklin says, what? Because like, it, it was medical terms. And she goes, it's your dad. He's, he's it. And I didn't have the reaction that Kirk did. Kirk, he wasn't hysterical. He was just almost like dumbfounded. Like, what? What do you mean? And I remember seeing that results and I didn't have an emotion. Like he said in the video, there was no movie there was no lyric there was no worship song that could pre prepare you for that moment of what you believed for so long has been a lie and i was just like oh yes i i know exactly how he felt in that moment like when he's like i need to process i need to sit and process and that's what it was i, did, it, I was just like i need to sit and process like what do i do now and i, I felt I felt so, so, I was just like with him because I was like, I know exactly how you feel. And I, he went right back to work. At least the video made it seem like he went right back to work. But I was like, I think I needed to, good thing it was in the summer of college. So I didn't have to really like <laughs> right. go to class or anything. It was, that, that's what started it for me. That kind of what, what, what gripped me in. Um, did you have any thoughts when you saw him? Like when he, how he responded to the, to the results. Yeah. So, so my initial response was like, 
what an earth-shattering thing to realize. Like, you are 53 years old, already thinking your your dad was some other dude to realize, no, like, things are different. Like, just earth-shattering. But the thing that really rocked my world was his mom's reaction. Oh, my like, gosh. <laughs> his mom saying, I can't give that to you. I deny those results. So much so making him go back and do it all again a second time. And she still denies it. And, like, yeah. he then has the courage to say something along the lines of, because you couldn't give me this, I had to make to make the hard choice of what I can give you. And he hasn't talked to her since. Like, yeah, I just, I really sat with it. It was a raw video. Like, mm-hmm. you didn't get a nice, clean video from Kirk. He he cusses at times when I think it's, like, real appropriate. And so, like, I also appreciated that side as well. Yeah, because he gave you the real hum- human, the humanity of that moment, right? He was like, my mama lied to me again, right? And then even when his aunt, when his aunt was, like, making him say, like, he was like, hey, is this Deborah? And uh, I forget her name. I think it was Deborah. I don't know. Nah, Deborah was his mom. I forget what his aunt's name was. I want to say Sharice. Sh- Shirley or Sharice. I don't know. But, anyways, his aunt made him say, he was like, hey, is this Sandra or whatever his aunt's name was? And she goes, who? And he's like, Aunt Sandra. He's like, oh, okay. And that's that's such a black auntie grandma thing to do and i remember that i remember living in situations like that where they would treat you like a eight-year-old kid and it's like i'm in my 20s i'm i'm in my 30s now and you're still treating me like this four-year-old kid and it's just like come on i love i love that he kept that in because that was like that's real that's like that's humanity in that moment Right, but I loved his response after that. Was like, yeah. I don't appreciate this. Like, don't keep communicating with me like this, because it also shows that like we have the ability to stand up to our elders in a way that's like, I demand, like, I need respect too, just as much as you want respect. So I really appreciated that. Yeah. No, I I think that's such a hard thing and he did he did respond I think really well in that in that instance. I think what started like the emotional roller coaster for me was like you said when his mom was like these results aren't true. I don't know what happened, but I'm I'm here to help find out what happened or get to the bottom of this. And I'm thinking like this is science. <laughs> right. Like, we could take a, we could take another test. Mean? It wasn't like I was it was 60%, it was 99, it was 100% and they took another test 
And I think what really sent me was when they took the test. Both parents were there. He gave him the results. And his dad was like, hey, I have enough room in my heart for you. I never expected to have a 53-year-old son, but I have enough room in my heart for you and anybody you want to let in my life. I was like, that is amazing. What a response. And then his mom was like, this is not true. I'm just like, wow. The, I guess the, the little boy in me just flashed back to all these lies that I've been told my whole life. And for her to say that to his face with these results here. For a second time. For a second time. And then to say it to his face like these are not true when he's like saying hey the 10 year old me he was very clear the 10 year old little boy in me needs to hear you say this and her sister even said he just wants the truth yep and for her to be yep. like these results aren't true it just shows how much how much pride can get in the way well and not only that but then afterward she almost plays victim of like yes all yes. I all I wanted was this and I'm just like what what you mean like stop turning it on yourself and just give yourself what he needs he's yeah. not asking a lot yep yep you know I, I had I had a similar conversation with my mom too so once I found out the results I didn't know what to do so I just kind of sat on it for like a couple weeks. Eventually, I was like, okay, I need to tell somebody. I need to talk to my mom about it. So before I even took the test to see, I asked my mom flat out, hey, is there a possibility that this man who I am named after might not be my dad? She goes, no, your mother wasn't a hoe, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, cool. Get the results. And clearly, he is my dad. 99.9%. I Never forget that number in my life. And I just sat with that and I was like, okay, I need to talk to her. So this is when she was living in Baltimore at the time. I drove, that's about two hours from where we're from. And I was like, how, what am, how's this conversation going to go? Like, what am I going to do? And eventually I just made up my mind that like, you know what? I have to choose to forgive her no matter her next response. And I did. I don't even know what she said. That And that's how much I, I was like, I'm going to forgive her no matter what. So maybe she was like, yeah, it could have been, or I don't know. I don't, I can't even, I don't even remember that conversation. I just knew that I was going to forgive her before it even happened. But the fact that I was lied to my, to, to my face, you know, I, I just felt, I was like, Kirk, I feel you. I hear you. I see you. And I've been in those conversations. And then I remember the, the time where I met my, met my biological dad who was in my hometown, much like Kurt's dad was. And we had a conversation and, you know, he told me these things that he used to come to my football games. He used to just kind of be around in the background and like all these little things that I was just like, that's cool that you were there, but like you weren't there. And why weren't you there? Right. Right. And I had to come to the grips that like, there's nothing that you can do in this moment that you can replace from when I was younger, but we can build from here. 
And I had to just come to grips with that. And it's still been a process, even with my, my, the, the, my dad, who I'm named after, um, who isn't my biological dad, is still processed with him. And it's not an easy one. But that video just like, I was like, this is my life. <laughs> right. And man, like, I, I was, I was blown away how Kirk's father was so accepting of the results. Like, I mean, from the jump, like, there's this funeral. Kirk's dad said, yes, I used to date Deborah," And people were like, he looks like Kirk. And, and this guy just says, here's a swab if he wants the truth. Like, so much humility and in willingness to say, I messed up. Even though I didn't know, I'm still sorry. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm sure that was healing for Kirk to even see. Yep. I was looking in the comments. I can't find them now. But when I saw the video originally, because I, I had to watch it twice, um, somebody, I guess, was from that area and was like, oh, we love Rick. He's a he's like a counselor or something in the in the city. And out of all the people to be his dad, Kirk is per- or uh, Rick is perfect for that. And I, that just warms my heart to know that. Not every situation is like our situations. Um, and that. Somebody else put in the comments, the way he responded, Rick responded, was like a father. Yes. And you can see there was a hug originally that Kirk had with him. And it was a very timid hug because Kirk didn't know. And then when they go back and they're going over the results again with his mom, you see that hug. It's like, it was almost like I'm home. Yes. Or I've been found. And I was just like, mm. wow, that was amazing. You mentioned something earlier about him and his son, Kirk and his son now. Um, talk a little bit about that story, that storyline for our listeners who maybe haven't watched the video yet. Yeah, so so um, they, Kirk goes out to see his son, hadn't seen his son in two years, and um, from the sounds of it, uh, the son had been reaching out to Kirk, but Kirk hadn't gotten back to him. And Kirk basically says, hey, only if you want to know, but I have some real, like, life-changing information. And shows him the clip of the doctor saying it's a 99.9% that he's your dad. And um, Kirk's son just loses it and says, I'm complete. Like, this is all I've wanted. And you almost see, like, this piece of information shatters whatever beef. And by the end of this segment, you would think they've never missed a beat. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it was 2020. Or maybe 2021. There was his. I think what I also learned about this is Kirk is kind of hot headed. 
which I mean, some of us are. And you think about his life. He he's very he's probably very closed off. He's very very he wants to control a lot of things. There was this voicemail that his son leaked to the world, just about like Kirk, um, just kind of going off on him, you know, as a parent. And it was a very much a parent voicemail leaving to a son, but it's also Kirk Franklin. So everybody kind of like at the time almost tried to cancel him but then all the parents were like we get it you know and it didn't really change anything for me so to see like i saw a clip when his son was just like this is before i watched the full video when his son's like i don't even know what you have to tell me but it hurts already yes and i was like yeah because the crazy thing is i've been i'm the son you're the son in this situation where we have this strained relationship with our dad that we long to have with a male figure. And it was so freeing. Um, it was very emotional for me to see that exchange of reconciliation on both ends, like yes. Kirk with his dad and Kirk yes. with his son and his son to really be like, all I've been wanting these last two years is you and my grandfather. And now I have that. And he's literally said, he's like, I forgive you. And they're still working through it. But I was just like, man, that's something I long for. Or I long to have a relationship with whoever my future kid is like that, where we can have special moments like that. It doesn't have to be like to this extent, but special moments like that. And I was just like, at that point, I was crying. I'm like, I need to. Why am I driving? Like, I need to pull over. Right. Well, and I mean, when you see Kirk's son, like, on the floor crying and just falling into Kirk's lap crying, I'm just like, yes. Yes. That is what every father, no matter what age, you and your son are, that's what a father should be doing for his son. It was beautiful. I love how he ended it with that, that imagery of um, Father's Day. In a picture on Father's Day with him and the three generations, his sons, because he has two sons, but that, that was his main son his relationship was strained with. Maybe he has three. I know he has two for sure. Um, him and his dad. And they're like in a picture, like holding hands or whatever. Like, and he was saying, this is for every brown or black body who, you know, where we came from overseas and were beaten, we were struck in, you know, and to give them hope, to give them this, this image of this is what it can be. Reconciliation can happen. Your dad can be a deadbeat and can reconcile that relationship right your your son can be wandered off and you can reconcile that relationship and i i believe that imagery he gave was so freeing to me so hopeful to me it was encouraging it it, it gave me like energy and and just hope that this can be this can be what black father son relationships can look like yeah i agree with you man it was all in all a great video. Have you listened to any of the songs yet? No, are they out? Are some of them out? 
Yes. I'm not, listen- I'm not listening to it until the whole album's out. Really? Bro, oh, after, after seeing the video, yeah. I just want to listen from start to finish, no interruptions, because it's going to hit different than any other album, guaranteed. Mm. And you know what? We also did a podcast. We did a real talk on music. And knowing you, Tony, I know exactly why you want to do it that way, because that's the how you... The yes, lyrics, man. Yes, you're gonna just oh. go into your own world at that time. Yep, <laughs> you're right. I know. I can. I already know. And I'm like, I'm like, why do you want to wait? I'm like, wait. I know why you want to wait yep. because <laughs> you want that full experience. No, I, yes. I'm definitely gonna listen to before because obviously I love the musicality and. But now that I've seen the video, it'll hit different. Mm-hmm. And I love the artist and the the band the the vocalists who were on it. Kirk, first of all, thank you. Thank you for being vulnerable. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for showing black emotions, black feeling, Mm. black hope, black reconciliation, black love, and black vulnerability, which we don't see often in black men. Black tears. Black tears, yeah. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you for blessing us. Um, yes. Listeners, please go. Please, please, please go watch that video. Yes. And don't drive. Don't. Don't. <laughs> don't drive. Because, like, two things are going to happen. You're you're not going to be able to drive or you're not going to be able to listen. Right. You're going to miss things. And you'll listen. Trust me. You'll listen. You just... Mm-hmm. Won't be able to see because your eyes they'll burn. Yeah, I remember sending you Tony. I'm like Tony, have to uh, Tony have tissues ready. Oh yeah. So. Man, what another great episode! Um, I'm loving these real talks, Tony. Yeah, man. They're a bit random, but that's why they're called real talks. They're real. Yeah. Absolutely. You guys are getting raw, uncut thoughts, feelings, emotions. These are fresh. Like we just watched these videos. So thank you for going on this journey with us. Um, keep keep liking us, keep sharing us. We're trying to get to a thousand followers on Instagram. And that'll be our first milestone. And we would love if you guys can support us in that. Share us. Tell your friends about us. Um, shout out to MSW Media. Thank you for letting us to be a part of your podcast and your platform. Um, until next time, y'all, be authentic in everything that you do. Peace. Peace out. <laughs>